This is Dave Doggett, and you're listening to the Maritime Outdoorsman Podcast, episode number one. Thanks for joining me on this, the very first episode of the Maritime Outdoorsman Podcast. And uh, in this episode, I'm going to give you a very brief introduction about myself, sort of how the show came to be, and uh, then we're going to jump right into some good content. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing Steve Clapperton, who is the host of Fishing with Friends on Eastlink Television. So I'm Dave Doggett, and um, I've kind of gradually built up to this point of producing the podcast. Um, you may or may not have heard about this podcast series through some of the websites that I have created over the years, those being NovaScotiaFishing.com, NovaScotiaHunting.com, NewBrunswickFishing.com, NewBrunswickHunting.com, and possibly even MaritimeGardening.com. So um, I started off uh, a number of years ago, actually, uh, I think it's around 11 years ago now, um, creating NovaScotiaFishing.com, and a few years later, uh, due to the request from some of the anglers on that site, kicked off the sister site, NovaScotiaHunting.com, and while I was at it, got the ball rolling um, on sister websites in the neighboring province of New Brunswick. So that is the series of websites there. And then a few years ago, um, I had some interest from gardeners who saw the, the format of the websites and saw, uh, you know, how interactive they were. And um, they wanted a place to talk about gardening. So I thought, well, why not? We'll make another website called Maritime Gardening. And uh, that one's been growing as well. And I've always had a keen interest in the outdoors and in the Maritimes and, and doing things in the outdoors and the Maritimes. Uh, so I thought that would be a great opportunity to come up with this podcast series where I am able to utilize the, the, the incredible connections I've made over the years through angling and hunting and various other outdoor-related activities, and then bring those to a listening audience, um, and I think it's just a very unique way to do that. So this is where we're at. This is the podcast series. It's going to be uh, made up of discussions and interviews and uh, feedback from listeners and feedback from website members, and I think and I hope you're going to find it uh, very interesting, uh, and you'll tune in to uh, just about every episode that we produce. If you want to learn a bit more about myself and what I do, um, basically I'm a web developer, video developer, um, and uh, I do work from home. You can learn more about what I do and, and some of the things that, I, uh, that I'm up to by visiting www.davedoggett.com. That's D-A-V-E-D-O-G-G-E-T-T.com. Um, and as I mentioned in this episode, the being the very first one, um, I wanted to kick it off in a bit of a big way, and um, I thought a great way of doing that would be to hook up with uh, my friend Steve Clapperton, who is the host of Eastlink's Fishing with Friends show, which has gained uh, quite a bit of popularity over the, the last years, 
and uh, and Steve is is basically a household name now. Um, I've been fortunate enough to know Steve um, quite a bit before uh, he became the host of the TV show, and um, uh, I believe it goes back to several years before that, actually. And um, anyway, so I'm looking forward to getting on the line with Steve, and we're going to talk to him about the show. Uh, you can learn more about him, and uh, I think that'll wrap up nicely um, this, the very first episode of the podcast. So let's go ahead, and uh, I'm going to ring up Steve through Skype, and uh, we'll see what he's up to, and maybe he can tell us a bit about the show up until this point and uh, where things are headed in this upcoming season. Hello. Good evening, Steve. How are you? Good, David. How are you, buddy? Not too bad, thanks. Okay, everybody. I got my uh, I got my friend Steve Clapperton on the line, uh, coming in all the way from Antigonish County. Is that correct, Steve? Yeehaw! Stand in the snowstorm, Antigonish County. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, I'm glad to have you uh, on the show. This is actually going to be the very first episode of the podcast, so I thought I'd try and kick it off in a in a fairly significant way. Uh, bringing in somebody that you know a fair number of of the listeners have probably already heard of, if not already seen on Eastlink Television. So um, let's let's uh, kick things off by just talking a bit about how, how many years have you been doing the uh, Fishing with Friends show on Eastlink? Oh well, Jesus, the seventh season is just airing just now, so it's been seven years I've been doing it, Dave, and. Uh... It's, well, you basically you you've known about it since the beginning. That you were one of the first guys I contacted about doing the show, actually. Like, hey, so uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's had some struggles, and uh, mm. and it's, it's uh, the fan base is big fan base now, and uh, it's going going along just nicely. Like, hey, but uh, just like anything that you start up, you know, yourself starting up businesses or yeah. getting yeah. things going, it's slow to get going, and then uh, once you get out there and people start knowing who you are and start liking what you're doing, then it picks up pretty fast. So it's been a great seven years, Dave. How long have you been at her? Awesome. And uh, I guess to back up a bit, for the people who may not know uh, you or may have only tuned into a few episodes, what kind of accent is that that you have? Uh, it's a <laughs> Scottish accent from the Scottish borders. Uh, I grew up in a small town on the River Tweed, which is, uh, for those salmon fishers out there, know it's one of the best uh, salmon rivers in the world. Yeah. And, of course, it also has trout in it as well. Like So... I grew up fishing from a very, very young age, and uh, particularly salmon, like it, so. Awesome, yeah. I, I have definitely. I, I don't know much about uh, across the pond, but I have heard of the River Tweed. It's uh, it's deadly famous. Uh, uh, Forty pounders every year. Uh, last year, I think there was something like twelve thousand rod caught salmon. So there's there's plenty of salmon going around there, and. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it's changed since my day. Back back in my day, it was association water, so a mm-hmm. uh, town would have a group of people that could fish the water. And then, of course, as the more, the more money got coming into salmon fishing, and people want to pay bigger prices for fishing, everything done private. So right. actually, nowadays, it's when I go back home, uh, I can get on a couple of bits of water, but I have to pay a little bit more to get on some of the prime beats nowadays compared to back in the day. I used to pay $100 back in the day, and that got me from the 1st of February right through to the end of November salmon fishing. So, I mean, it was a, it was a good price back then, but that was wow. 20-odd years ago now. Okay. So, um, I'm sure we'll probably, uh, if, you're, if you're willing, we'll have you back several times on the show to, sure. uh, 
One one of the things that comes to mind is, uh, and we'll talk about this probably on another episode, but is, you know, how can there be so many salmon over there? And, you know, we're struggling over here, but yeah, we can talk about that later. There you go. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a few points here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So back to the show, I guess. Um, yeah, I remember. In fact, I can remember exactly where I was sitting uh, in another place that I lived when you called one day and uh, we're kind of, you know, bouncing the idea around and. Um, so, so, you know, I guess, um, you know, that's a pretty entrepreneurial thing to do. And and I am definitely a hardcore entrepreneur. What, uh, what made you think about doing the show and, uh, you know, how did that, how did the early days go? Well, it started off with, well, when I I moved to Canada first, I was in Ontario Mm -hmm. and there was a pile of fishing there. And of course all the fishing shows on TV, then I went to BC and, uh, same there, there was loads of good fishing and loads of fishing shows about it. And then uh, three years later, I moved to uh, Nova Scotia, where I am now, and uh, the fishing is just phenomenal fishing. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe there wasn't a TV show advertising this kind of <laughs> yeah. fishing that they have here in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I just I just decided to fill up a farm for uh, Eastlink TV. They were looking for volunteers to new program ideas and uh, mm-hmm. I filled it out and sent off to who's now my camera guy Danny Harvey and uh, yeah. he responded within five minutes saying yeah that's a great idea let's give it a bash so awesome. they got a hold of me and we went out and we done uh, I don't know if anybody will ever remember my first ever show it was on a it was just on the East Lake magazine it was just a five minute skip we went out to Gillis Lake probably about this time of year actually mm-hmm. and uh, we done a little five minute ice fishing segment and to see how I was on camera and see if I could do it and right. uh, then it kicked off for there, and then we started filming our first season uh, that spring. So awesome. It, yeah, yeah, it took off pretty well, like okay, so. Awesome. Um, yeah. I had. Oh yeah. So you, uh, um, you were a professional rugby player. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. That's what I done back home. I played in professional in Scotland for seven years, and then uh, then when I moved. I got a contract in Ontario, Canada. That's mm-hmm. when I moved to Canada, yeah. and played out a one-year contract there, and then I got a three-year contract in Vancouver Island, and. Uh, then when I moved back to Nova Scotia, there wasn't really any professional rugby in Nova Scotia, but I did continue on playing with uh, Pictou County, and I also played for uh, the Nova Scotia Celtics as well. And, uh, and now that I'm old and retired from rugby, I kept, <laughs> my thing, I kept my finger in the rugby, and I coach the St. FX women's rugby team now. Like, uh, so, nice, nice. Yes, it's, 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 hard, it's like fishing. It'll be a hard sport ever to get out of totally. Like, you know, if, yeah, uh, yeah. if ever I couldn't fish, I'm sure I would still tie flies and tell stories. Sure, like, uh, so. sure. Like, Excellent. Awesome, awesome. So you are, uh, you know, I think it's pretty apparent from watching the show and, and, you know, I've been one of the fortunate ones that have gotten to know you personally and you're, uh, you would be, I guess, pretty much in the same category as myself as a multi-species angler, multi-method angler. Oh, I'm, I'm about catching fish. Uh, I get fun out of catching anything from three inch brook trout up to uh, thousand pound tuners, you know, and uh, and I'll I'll target them any way that I can. Uh, I mean, every day is different. Some days are great for fly fishing, other days are good for worm and bobber, you know. So I'll, uh, exactly. uh, uh, and I love fishing any any species. Like you know, it's uh, like you know, I do the bass, I do the pickerel, I'll do the the, the trout, and it's uh, if they do it be fish, then uh, I definitely love the tug of the line from any kind of fish. Like so. yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> Um, you know, you let you, where you live is kind of in the in the heart of uh, trout and salmon country. So, I mean, if if you had to, 
Uh, it's a brutal question, and I, <laughs> I, I only ask it because I've been asked myself before. Yeah. If you could only target one species for the rest of your days, what would that be? Oh, if I, if I had all the money in the world and all the things I could be doing, uh, I would probably travel around and fish Atlantic salmon. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, I that's, a tough, that's a tough, tough question. I mean, trout is. is right behind it, like, you know, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then... <laughs> You know, and then I could add tuna fish in there too. Like, hey, well, so yeah, like, exactly. I mean, it, it it it's a totally unfair question, and I totally acknowledge that. So, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I you, do have a passion for Atlantic salmon. That's Atlantic for sure. salmon, yeah. And I, I've yeah. I've developed a a pretty strong connection with that species myself over the last ten years. That they, they're they're pretty elusive, but uh, but they are you know when when they're in and and they're on and you you, oh. you master the technique, it's it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, no, it's, yeah. And, and you know they're 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 a very catchable fish. I mean, there's a, a thought out there that they're this uh, they are elusive, mm-hmm. they're pretty elusive. But once you learn the basics and the fish are coming in, then they're a, they're a very catchable fish, and they'll give you the fight of your life. They'll come out of the water and do all that stuff, exactly. like all the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where myself, uh, and I'm sure I'll be talking about this in other episodes as well. But it, it's there's sort of this ridiculous intimidation that goes along with number one fly fishing and number yeah. number two the elusive atlantic salmon and and uh to be perfectly honest uh from what i've seen and experienced myself those brown trout that you've got behind your house are far more elusive than any atlantic yeah. salmon yeah, yeah, well, we had you down this year there, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're elusive, and uh, the, the lucky thing that I do have on the side is time yeah. to fish these fish, you know, so, I mean, uh, right. out of my whole year, uh, I probably fish more than a lot of people, so I, I do get the opportunity to catch these fish. I mean, I go I go through days where you don't see a fish, like, sure, you know what I mean? Sure. It's, and they can sometimes they can last for days on end, like. Hey, but I do yeah. have the opportunity and the time to go out and hunt these fish down and uh, yeah. find out their their habits and uh, and. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and there's a lot of luck behind it too. Like there's a lot of luck behind every kind of fishing. Like sure. you know, it's yeah. uh, you can put a fly in front of his face. Will it take? Well, you might be the next cast with the same fly, and it might just take. Like hey, so that's right. That's a little right. bit of luck in it too. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you, I think pretty much with any species, if you if you've got the time to put in. Uh, you know you're you're bound to uh, to succeed sooner or later. But, exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. Because you'll try everything, you'll try everywhere, and you'll you'll get into a pattern, and you'll find a pattern, and you'll it works for you. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, I just got a couple more questions for you, Steve. I'm yeah, I'm going to uh, definitely uh, squeeze some more in some other time for sure. But so, what uh, you got any specific plans for the upcoming season, or is the upcoming season that we're going to see? I mean. I'm I'm going to try and keep these episodes what they call evergreen, so the content's good forever. But specifically speaking, it's 2013 right now. We're sort of kicking off the year. Um, the the episodes that we're going to see in the upcoming season they were recorded last year. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. The last the last day of fishing last year was October 20. The twenty something, twenty fifth, I think it was last so, year for obviously fall salmon. Like I probably could have ran in our not another show later in November for striped bass, but just with yeah. uh, the things I was doing around here, I never had time to get it done. Like uh, sure. so, yeah, everything that's getting shown just now is from last year. Like so, okay. uh, and of course, in uh, forty odd days from now, we'll be back at the season again, and we'll be out filming for next year. So awesome! Any uh, yeah. 
anything sort of out of the ordinary coming up that people could expect in, in the season that they will see coming up? Or is it uh, you're just, you know, you, I think you do a great job covering all the bases. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's that's why I really like your show. And that's yep. that's uh, that's something that you really don't see, especially, I mean, not around here. You really don't. There aren't really any other fishing shows to speak of. Yep. Um, but, you know, you cover all the bases, multi-species, multi-method, so that, you know, sooner or later somebody can relate to, to what's going on. And if they want to try something new, they can. But um, I know you've already done, you know, you've done some amazing shows like uh, uh, Tuna. I mean, the Tuna stand out big time. Yeah, yeah everybody talks about the ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I mean... Yeah. Uh, any any completely new species or just kind of rotating through the queue again? Well, as you know, uh, we're trying out for some uh, bluefish this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried last year, just timing wasn't right. Uh, right. You know, I'm, I'm even though I do have a lot of time for fishing, I, I spend a lot of I've got family and sure, sure. Uh, tuna fish and all that too. Like, hey, so uh, try to fit certain fish in that are only at certain times of the year, like the, the bluefish down there on the South Shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed by a couple of weeks last year. Uh, well, me and yourself, we were down the South Shore there sure. for uh, for stripers, and we missed them, like you know, yeah. so. So for this year, hopefully, I'd like to get in some more uh, fishing in different spots in Nova Scotia. Like we might get back down Digby, me and you next year. Sure. Uh, I'd like down the South Shore to say for the blues and yeah. Uh, yeah so I'd like to get around a bit more, and I'd definitely like to get a shark show in as well this year. Like uh, I've never done shark before, so yeah, uh, not in Canada anyway. I've done it across in Tenerife before, and it was a blast. So, okay, uh, yeah, excellent. Well, I mean, yeah. I think you know, people. I think you're, what your show does well is it. it tells people what is available out there i mean you know a lot of people really have no idea um oh. you know we have you know we have a ridiculous amount of sport fishing opportunities um, unbelievable i mean every year myself even i learned about new fish because someday I'll, I'll meet somebody on the river and say oh you're steve clapper and then yeah. they'll say uh, oh well i fish down here for this and it's like well man i never knew there was any fish down there like that like so exactly uh, you know the fishing community is a great thing because you get involved in it and you start meeting people and then then they'll tell you a little secret here and there and then the next thing they have you down there i mean uh uh, I do, one thing I do criticize on is, is actually saying places where I'm fishing. Yeah. But, I mean, the, 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 my my view behind that is we have so many places in Nova Scotia to fish. If every, if all these places were exposed to everybody, mm-hmm. then some of the busier rivers won't be as busy because there'll be people fishing these other rivers. Like, hey, so it's. Uh, I mean, we have enough lakes and streams and spots in Nova Scotia for everybody to fish happily and together and sure, all sure. that. Like, hey, so it's uh, well, so I yeah, know it's, it's a bit of a. I know it's, it can be a slippery slope, but I personally, I you know, I overall, I agree with your, the approach that you've taken. I mean, I I've sort of taken a similar approach with NovaScotiaFishing.com and NewBrunswickFishing.com yeah. because you know, if people just get on there and everything is a secret. That's uh, that's not really going to benefit anybody. But I mean, of no. course, you know, of course, everybody's got to keep you know a few spots in their for in their sure. back pocket. But, for sure, for sure. But uh, but I know that uh, a lot of people have learned an awful lot. You know, they can watch your show, and then you know, if they have the time and the resources, they can travel around the province and and hit the exactly. same water, right? So exactly, exactly. Awesome. And, and you know the thing is too, like if I, if you ask somebody or oh, who told you if the, this is their secret spot and you ask them who told them about it, then they'll they'll tell you somebody told them about it. So sure. without people passing on knowledge, then nobody would ever know about these spots. And you know, I mean, it's uh, yeah. it's a great 
passive knowledge game for sure fishing. Like you can sure. pass it on all the time and people can take advantage of it. And, uh, and that's one of the things trying to do in my show is like with fly fishing, spin fishing, bait fishing, whatever it is, like there's something there for everybody because not everybody wants to pick up a fly rod that's right. and yeah. not everybody wants to pick up a spinning rod. So it's, uh, yeah. we yeah. try and cover as much as we can and we always try and make it like... Uh, like a cost-efficient show, like, you know, it's unlike some of the shows, you, the other shows you see where it's a, it's a dream vacation you're going on where you're spending That's thousands right. of dollars, you know. Yeah. In Nova Scotia, you can pack up the family, go camping down the South Shore or come to Anaganish County and go camping and go fish yeah. beautiful brook trout or salmon or whatever you fancy, like, so it's... Uh, and, you know, there's, there's a big push going on in the government just now to get people out and get fit and be active. Sure. And fishing's a great way to do it, and you can take the family along too, so it's... Uh, it's a score for everybody fishing, that's for sure. Yeah. Even though the wife wouldn't agree with that all the time. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, definitely agree with uh, everything you said there. Um, now, the the previous seasons, are those available for people who might want to purchase them on DVD, or is that something that's not going to happen? Mm, that's something that's not going to happen. Not, not because I don't want it to no, happen. No, that's it's okay. just yeah. one of the the things that Eastlink yeah. have going there. Sure. Uh, if anybody does have Eastlink, there's uh, all the seasons are actually. If you go back into their uh, on, uh, demand. on demand, yeah, yeah you yeah. go back into the retro and you can see. You can, I can't believe they're calling it retro. It was only seven years ago, but anyway, <laughs> there's, uh, you go back into the retro and see all our uh, all our stuff. So yeah, and I'm, I'm actually talking to them just now about too about letting me release. Uh, clips on YouTube as well, like okay. in starting up a little more little YouTube channel, like so. okay. yeah, yeah, well, that would be good. I mean, I and I and I didn't uh, I didn't mean to to ask that in in a, in a negative way. No, 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 But you know, I, I and I was going to say, you know, or you know, are they are they just available in Eastlink on demand? I mean, that's that's a pretty clever thing to do. And and yeah. I, I tune into you know, I check out episodes from time to time from previous seasons, just you know, because I am an Eastlink customer and. Yeah, um, I guess you know that's one of the advantages. And if you're not, well, who knows? Maybe down the road you'll be able to see clips on uh, on YouTube and, yeah, exactly. uh, and that kind of stuff. So exactly, that's the the way I'm going to go with uh, some of the older stuff. Like uh, Eastlink, yeah. like I've given me permission to do that. So sure, it's, uh, sure. No, that's good. That's uh, yeah, that's awesome. Well, wicked. Uh, always fun talking with you, Steve. And, and yeah, uh, Steve, I, you too, man. I've been fortunate to. Uh, to do a few episodes with you over the years. And yeah, we did try one last season. Didn't work out, but hey, that's fishing. Hey, hey but we had a good time. We did. We did. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was all about like, yeah, uh, that's right. And, uh, so, um, East link, um, you got, Oh, one thing I guess before we go is, is East link now available in New Brunswick? East link is available in New Brunswick. Where? Okay. I don't know. Okay, so it, <laughs> it is available somewhere in New Brunswick. One house yeah. in New Brunswick is avail is able to watch your show. No, yes, exactly, exactly. Well, uh, well, we, I guess if if somebody's interested, they can go to Eastlink uh, dot. What is it? Eastlink yeah. yeah, and yeah. they can check out that way. And then it, you know, if it's not available in your area, I'm assuming that's something you could probably uh, put a request in for. And if they get yeah, oh yeah, requests, for sure, yeah, they're always yeah. looking for more places to go in, like eh? exactly. so they're, uh, they expand yeah. them. And they do actually run all the way across the country to to Vancouver, but they go under uh, different names. Like, oh, so okay. I don't think it's Eastlink all the way across, like eh? okay, so, I got you. Yeah, so I got quite a broad viewership, like eh? so it's pretty cool. Perfect, awesome, yeah. Steve. Always, uh, always. A good time connecting with you. I really appreciate your time and uh, 
hopefully one of the next times we meet, we'll be swinging a, a line together on a river somewhere. You go out, Dave. There's nothing better than that, buddy. All right, man. Thanks. Excellent, Dave. Thanks All very right. much. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right, again, that was Steve Clapperton, host of Eastlink TV's Fishing with Friends television show. And uh, if you want to check out the show, um, of course, if you're an Eastlink TV customer, you can check that out on Eastlink anytime uh, in your uh, schedule. Um, they also have Eastlink On Demand where you can watch previous episodes and past seasons. And uh, you can visit Eastlink dot ca uh, to find out more as well so i want to thank steve again for being on the show and if you want to uh, check out the show notes for this episode um, they're always available at maritimeoutdoorsman.com and you can find this under episode number one and it'll be on the site as 001 Thanks again. I'm Dave Doggett, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the Maritime Outdoorsman podcast.